1: time in franchise
2: history. I've been dreaming this my whole life. still so have you. Yeah. It's time to put in the
1: work.
0: Yeah. Every man gonna dominate. Right, Offense, defense, special teams.
1: Yeah. Let's go. What are we
0: talking about? Greg Zerline sends the
2: Hey, 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 welcome to Ram Radio. This is Derek Ciapal, my co host, my partner in crime this evening, former Los Angeles Rams defensive back, Michael Stewart. It's Sunday, March 8th. Yes, It'll probably it probably go is. out on Monday, March 9th. And we might need a day to breathe after what we saw today. Yeah. And I mean, we that in, do. you know, after we vomited a couple times, you know, cried in the corner, rocking back and forth, all kinds of stuff. And, uh, Mike. I guess I have to ask right away, how you doing?
1: Hey man, doing well, man. Always good to be here with you, D C. So man, just outstandingly waiting to get on with see what your thoughts are in regards to some of these latest findings about our Rams.
2: <laughs> I had a podcast plan ready to go. It was all good to go. It was set. I actually saw you on the, the sheet. So at some point that you'd open the sheet up and I saw you there and I'm sitting there working it out. And I had this whole big, you know, all this still planned out. And then about five forty Eastern time, I see the news hitting the, the waves here. that this logo that was first kind of leaked onto Reddit is being verified by Yahoo sports, Charles Robinson as being legit, Normally that's exciting news, and then we see the logo when we think, "Oh dear Lord, they really botched this up." It's, I mean, that's my first thought. But I mean, I guess what's yours? What's your first thought here? I don't know where to go with that. I, I just,
1: I, you know, I, I was, you know, going down through some of the, the Twitter responses, and I, I agree with a lot of them. It, it looks like a Chargers logo, so I just don't see. We're gonna go away from our vaunted Ram horns to something that looks like a charger logo. So that was my first thoughts. And then it's just like, okay, man, I don't get this. This, this doesn't make sense. So that's why I'm like, this has to be a trick.
2: They it's going to throw that out there and see what the uh, response is. If you look at it, you could tell it's a horn, but it's too close to, to the C. Like it's too close to a charger. It's too close to saying coloring to their lightning bolt. I don't I don't even know how anybody in any marketing department would think that's this is a good idea. I just don't. I don't, man. <laughs> I
1: don't know what to yeah, say. I don't, I don't see how it captures Ram fans and going and again I'm going through a lot of the posts, same thing. You know, they're like, what is going on? So it it seems like it's gonna cause more confusion. I don't know that people are just gonna get on board for something that looks closer to a team that we'll share a stadium
2: with. And to a team that, quite frankly, you don't want to share that stadium with. You, I mean, most Rams fans that I've met don't really have a problem with Chargers. They don't like Dean Spanos. They don't like the way he's done things. And they see him as this tightwad cheapo. And here you are gonna You have a logo that closely resembles his team. You have to look at it pretty close and you know, try and be a little bit more objective to see, okay, yeah, it's a Rams horn. Yeah, it's a Rams horn. But... It looks, I mean, it looks amateurish. That's what you got? I mean, that's that's your best? No, it can't be. That just can't
1: be it. The exactly. Color. I mean, again, I, I would imagine they've gone out and, and hired a, a pretty expensive marketing firm or somebody to come up with a logo. Uh, and it just seems like, you know, I could have went to my
2: high school art uh, department <laughs> and they could have come up with a little bit better. <laughs> well, I mean, the guy who did our logo for uh, Talking Halos did a great job. and he, I mean, he – You know? He would cool. I, mean, I look at the logo right there and on the hat, and it's got the navy blue, the yellow, and then it's got the a royal blue outline. It's like I don't think anybody would have ever wanted royal blue and then the navy blue together, period, and then you're going to put on a hat with a navy blue background as well. I mean, it's just – it's ugly, and – I don't even know what to say to it. There's more to it that we, we could talk about, but I guess we'd better do the whole, you know, show, intro, all that jazz. So we'll let you know we're yeah. sponsored by Jim Hawkins, Book Hall Team. We also want to remind you that we're available anywhere podcasts can be found on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Spreaker. And also don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us out. Don't forget our other shows on the network, that includes Bunny Heads. And, you know, I just want to point this out as well. We've had this contest going now for a while, and we were okay about maybe just waiting to put your reviews in until you see the new merchandise. Well, now you know. If this is the logo, it ain't going to get any better. So you might as well just go ahead and come get your your gift certificate now. Go to Apple Apple Music. Once we get 205-star reviews, we're going to go ahead and send you a uh, gift certificate to com to buy the current Rams gear. Uh, personalized jersey, okay? So, that's how it works. Yeah, Go to Apple Music, leave a five-star review, send an email, RamsTop1945gmail.com with a copy of your entry, like a, a screenshot, so we know who to reward, and we'll also read your feedback on the show. Alright, Mike, so let me ask you a question about this logo. Yes, sir. Okay, not even this logo, the Rams horns in general. I mean, we've had extensive conversations on here. We have broken down our films with the logo. Maybe there's a new listener, so I'm going to recap this real quick just for any potential new listeners who are just tuning in to hear our thoughts on this. And I'm going to throw it to you because you've worn the horns, man. You've worn the uniform. You've worn the colors. I just want you to give the full feeling because you're not just a person who played for the Rams. You grew up a Rams fan. I mean, you're the full Ram. You know, you bleed these colors. And yeah. And now maybe we don't exactly. want to. But <laughs> so just to recap, folks, we, we've been getting – Criticized for a long time by certain members of the media as, why are the uniforms so important, why it's such a big deal. This team has changed colors a couple of different times, but yet the color that they always come back to has always been the royal blue and the yellow. And modernizing the uniforms has never really been a concern to me as much as, how are you going to keep the colors? How will you keep it so it still calls back to what you've been, all those great legends of the past, while still looking to look into the future? The importance of the uniform is that identifies your team, the one that you invest in, your time, your energy, your money, and then how that correlates with the city that calls it home. And here we are now, March 8th, 2020. This logo leaks out, and it is, well, very anti uh, what I think would represent the Rams, period. So, Mike, I'm going to pass it to you because... Uh, I don't want my words to be the only words here. I'll, I'll talk forever. You know I will. I think your words actually. I think your words actually carry more water, because I like I said, you wore the horns. What are your thoughts on this? I'm, I mean, I'm game for for change
1: and you know new stadium. You want to come in with a flash and a big bang, but sometimes I think organizations just start overthinking things and trying to make it the new and proved, the next big bang and Ooh. But the, the logo that that is floating out there right now is, is my opinion is, it's a little, it's a little bush in the sense of when you're trying to embody all the history that the Rams have done from the Coliseum to the Anaheim to St. Louis, to now, Inglewood, uh, just the overall RAM history with all you know, crazy like Hearse on down, Deacon Jones and Merlin and Eric Dickerson and Jack Slater all, all through uh, the, the show, greatest show on turf, and and even more recently. Uh, but when I just look at the logo again, it looks to me like a watered down version of circles with you know the lightning bolt. So I'm just like, it's just. It's not distinctive in my my view to say that's Rams. You know, it looks like, is that the Chargers logo? Is that a – okay, I can see what they're trying to do and maybe add a little pizzazz to it. But you want something that makes you stand out as, boom, that's your logo. I mean, one of the things you look at – You know whether you like the Buccaneers or not. You look at their helmet and you go, "Yeah, that's the Bucks. That's the Buccaneers," and you know who they are. And so, uh, I I just think, I I just feel like this
2: has to be some the plant to just get some feedback. Let me just throw something out there to you, real quick, because I'm just staring at this logo and this is what I'm seeing. Okay, I'm seeing the L in the A. The outline of the L and the A are white. They're both white. Okay. I don't know if people are really realizing that. Then the outline of the overall logo is a royal blue all the way around. And then the inside core of it. The horns, what well, looks like it is the horn, even though it also can pass for a C on first glance. And the way that the horn kind of cuts through in a couple places, it's easy in my view, to to say, okay, it looks kind of like the Chargers. That yellow, the, the, the yellow there, and then the internal is all navy blue. So it looks, when you just study a little bit, like they're trying to combine everything from the past, like in terms of all the colors, the white and the blue, the navy blue with... The, the yellow, and then the royal blue in the background on the outline. That's what it looks like to me. I'm not sure if you notice that or not. So it almost, to me, feels like it's sort of legitimate because those are pretty distinct details to a person who's taking time to study it. And that also makes me a little concerned because you and I both thought this could be a, tr- a really big troll. One, that would involve the media, by the way, because the media... Would right, have had to right. be played on this. I'm not sure they would have liked being played. You would have had to play Charles Robinson from Yahoo or you or Charles Robinson's on the joke. Either way it would look really bad, in my view on the Rams, because I I I know some fans already who are getting a little tired of the trolling here, just why you gotta troll every single day. You know how much this means to the fans. Like I had never seen a fan base so nervous about a logo release. Now, granted, I cover the Rams. I'm maybe other fan bases have felt this nervous, but when I I live out in, in the you know northeast Ohio, I I know a lot of Browns fans. No one really kind of freaked out about that. I never saw a lot of Jets fans get all really worried about their new stuff. And then of course the Tampa Bay jerseys are awful, but there were even some people who liked them. I've seen like two people who thought this logo's okay, and other than that, they all hate them. Am I wrong here, Mike? Am I, am I missing something?
1: No, I, I. I just you want something distinctive, and that just looks like a whole bunch of you know, like if you're going down and and you see a neon sign, you know, uh, like I think a Krispy Kreme donuts, uh, hot donuts now, and it and it almost kind of looks like that, but yeah, just the L.A. Ram horn half horn it just yeah it's not doing it for me could it grow on me i guess but like a tumor it's almost yeah it looks like it's just you know one of those things that if if actually they go with it yeah i i I just don't see it's just a lot of busyness in it
2: i think the only way that logo sticks is if the, the uniforms are knockout like they're out of the park knockout and you don't see that logo pretty much anywhere on the on the uniforms. Like that's the core logo, but it's not on the uniform anywhere in a way that's distinctive. Like the uniform looks good, it's it could it could still be good by the way. But let's just say they decide to put that logo on the helmet instead of the traditional horns. I mean that wouldn't go over, I I don't think. I think Yeah, well that's what I'm saying.
1: I can't see this being
2: on the helmet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <at>? <laughs> Honestly, it's awful. It's gosh awful. I will not buy anything with that logo on it. I'm sorry. I, I mean, no offense to the Rams organization, but if this is your logo and this is what you're putting all over your stuff, then you are tone deaf. You did not listen to your fans. It's clear then at that point and you deserve any kind of negative ramifications that come your way. But on the flip side, this is just a logo that I put on some stuff and the core uniform is beautiful and wonderful. Then, great, fine. I'll buy that. But that logo is Bush League, and I gotta, I have, I can't, I can't. I'm not gonna have a really hard time believing that that logo is a final product. I just can't believe that this would be what you put out to the public. I've never seen a professional logo that lambasted, and and this is knowing Rams fans were concerned about anything a involving Nike and b with the recent NFL redesigns how poorly they've gone over, this is where they go. I just cannot – I really have a hard time believing this.
1: Hey, wasn't – you know what? That almost kind of looks like it's a mixture. So I'm wondering if it's the same company that did the L.A. arena team, the L.A. Cobras, because that L.A. looks a little bit like their L.A.
2: LA sign for the arena team, L.A. Cobras. It's about the Cobras or the Avengers? Let's make sure we're clarifying.
1: Well, I'm, I'm looking at one that says Cobras, but I was trying to find the Avengers. Didn't they have L.A. on the side of their helmet as well?
2: I'm going to check for you. One second here. I mean, it might be. I'm looking right now at the... Oh! the. I mean, the L.A. looks... Well, there's a Cobra head at the top of the L.A., though. Yeah, but hey. I'm
1: just saying just the idea of the L.A. being on the side...
2: The Cobras had an L A on the side, and but the and the snake was part of the L. They didn't have a, a, a turn that came around. What about, the, what about the Avengers? The Avengers, and you would have thought that the Wildcats had the worst uniform in L A for football. That was decent. Okay, so the Avengers, no, not the Avengers. So the Cobras, yeah. yeah. I guess I mean that. But that, 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 that Font's thirty-two years old. That's in nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you you were playing football then, almost a Rams rookie. I'm trying really hard not to make you feel old here. Yeah, 87 is my rookie year. Yeah, I mean, I was trying not to call too much attention to that, although I just did by accident. <laughs> it is what it, mean,
1: is, it, it is. I mean, it is,
2: yeah. Age just moves past you. Now I was nine, so it, it dates me too. I, I don't see this, Mike. I just don't see how in the world – the Rams can uh, get away with it here. I would think that they would be quick to clarify anything with this now that it's out. They did a video right. yesterday on Facebook, not Facebook, Twitter, where they showed an employee taking down the old you know, old logo and leaving the wall blank. Right. So they really kind of can't go back to the old logo. Like I believe it was, was it Tampa? That went back to their old logo. when? Oh, no, it was the Chargers. It was the Chargers, sorry. And the Chargers put that first logo out, coming to L.A. It was just destroyed, right? It was annihilated. They went back to their old logo. The Rams can't really do that now. They've already publicized. They're taking down the logo, and they've already made it happen. If they, do, if they do do that, then they're just basically admitting publicly how much of a train wreck this is. So let's just operate on your theory. Is it really possible this is all one big, gigantic leak? That hit the media as well, and they're just trolling us. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. <laughs> Why do you think that? I mean, we're going. We're putting tinfoil hats on now. Well, I mean, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that bad, huh?
1: Is that bad? Well, it's just you know, uh, I pulled up a, a an Avengers logo. If you see that in the chat. Yeah, I did. It it looks kind of, you know, similar to that. So I'm like, okay, are we trying to... Somebody involved with this has something to do with Hollywood or something. Because out of all the logos that you could come up with, L.A. with a horn. That just doesn't seem like... I mean,
2: that's where you're going. The the only thing that... You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I just... My gosh... You know, what, what do we say this? So, I guess we'll find out. We'll find out real soon here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the thought, what you what we were hearing was April. I'm wondering if they have to put it out now because it's out. Like, they need to say something. Are they just going to leave it sit where it is and keep messing with people? I don't know. But I just do not see how this works out long-term. I just don't see how this works out long-term for the Rams. This That logo is just awful.
1: Yeah, this, this just... Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's going to be something that uh, is able to spin its way out of – or it could spin its way out of control. But, yeah, I guess we'll see.
2: It's brutal. All right, so we're going to move on. Before we do – We'll let you know The most of us are practically addicted to anything in Los Angeles Rams, except for that new logo, by the way. If you want to learn more about the Rams' history with a bit of personal touch, check out Jim Hawks' Hollywood team, Grit, Glamour, and the 1950s Los Angeles Rams. The book tells the story of the 1950s Rams through the lens of Jim's dad, John, who was offensive lineman for the team from 1953 to 1957. Check out some story of his father and the team he played for in an era of glitz, glamour, and future Hall of Famers. You can read about plays like Norman Van Brocklin, Elroy, Tom Fritz and Les Richter. In this story, he spent the 19th for these Los Angeles Rams. You can find Hawk's book online at team.com and on Twitter at Team. It's filled both in hardback, paperback, oh yeah, in electronic form, and Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Folks, it's worth it. If you want to understand why we're flipping out so much about this logo and the history behind this team, that's why. Go back and look at what this team is t- Done well, it's been a part of over the years. And so this book, Hall with Tea and Great Glamour, and the 19th of these Los Angeles Rams can help you tell that story, can help you learn the story. Check it out. It's by Jim Hawk. It's well worth the time. Alright, so other news here. I mean, that's the one, Mike, that I guess kind of catches all off guard. The franchise tag, it's something that Leslie talked about this week. It was also noted that on from Lindsay Theory on Twitter, she noted that Leslie did quote himself this week and saying he's not playing on using the franchise tag. I know that's been right. a question we've addressed it a little bit. I, I'm i pretty certain they're not going to use it. Do you agree or disagree at this point?
1: Well, they're not going to let us know what they're going to do, but you know, we've talked a little bit about regard in regards to, you know, financially, how it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, but I think it's one of those things that they may consider a Trump card that they had to use it. They could, but they know if they do that, you know, it's probably going to be some not so happy camper. So, you know, we'll see. They got about what? Less than 10 days. Close to that. Yeah. Seven days.
2: Seven days league year. So they got to put Yeah, They have to make it known soon. I think by Thursday, actually. I think i could be wrong. I don't know that. They are going to do it. They'd have to clear some cat space. They would have. They would have to be 100 percent sure that they cannot get Corey Littleton or or Fowler Dante Fowler signed to a deal. And I just don't see how they do it right now. But you never know. You know, there's, there's talk about trades too. They they talk that keeps coming up as Trent Williams. And I just read an article that I, I forget where I saw it. I forget where I saw it, but they're suggesting the the writer was Jason Reed. Yeah, that guy. Okay, Jason Reed from LA Sports Hub suggesting a Trent Williams trade. Uh, You give up Mr. Cook, Brandon Cooks, to the Redskins. Four years of a deal for one. I I have a lot of problems with getting Trent Williams, by the way. I just want to point out there. What's that? What's that? Well, A, I don't see the Rams going out there and – going underwater on a trade. Because if, if they trade Cooks before the draft, then they're going to wind up having one extra million more in dead money, so space they can't use on another player, than if they keep him. So you're going to go out there and, and basically trade for Trent Williams and go underwater doing it. A guy who's sit for one year. And I still happen to believe that if the Rams can fix the offensive line, Brandon Cooks suddenly becomes a lot more valuable. I just that he needs some help getting open here. He needs a quarterback who has a little bit of time and not feeling rushed. So I just want to point that out. But Trent Williams hasn't played a full season since 2013. He's 32 years old, coming off two years, almost two years out of football. I mean, the guy has had injury problems. I mean, again, 2013, Mike, since he's played a full season, that's a concern for me, especially if we to bring on him for a year and then potentially have to go look for a tackle next year. Did you say 2013? 2013, since he's played a full season. Okay. That would be a little risky.
1: 2018, not so much. But you think of a guy legendary. I mean, we think of a Jackie Slater uh, that's played here, obviously, true Hall of Famer. If you could get a guy like that who, you know, can play another, shoot, five, six, seven years you you working with something in regards to showing up you know that passing game
2: here we go go ahead i'll show you it's he has not he's only played two full seasons twice his entire career 2012 and 2013 he's played most of the season every year but last year So 20, 2018 13 games 2017 10 games 2016 12 games 2015 f- 2015, 14, 2014, 15, then 16, 16, 10, 14. So he's played in every year except for one, but he's only completed a season fully in two years. So he's had nagging injuries throughout his career, and then he has the big one, the big C there. And so I guess the argument could be well, he only really had the cancer. And I understand that. But nagging injuries, he's been out of the game. He's only guaranteed right. for one year. I just for one year, he'll be thirty-two. For one year, I I have to think. I mean you're going to have to keep him if he if he does well and you keep him, then you're going to you're going to want to resign him. He's going to cost you a pretty penny. It's a huge risk. When if they have Andrew Whitworth coming back this year, if they can get him back this year, then. We could always go after Trent Williams next year and not go underwater on a Brandon Cook's deal.
1: Well, what if they figure Williams is better than than Witt and decide to let Witt go?
2: How would you justify that? (laughs) I don't know. How would you? I mean, Witt's been here for years. You decide to let him go. He will be cheaper than, than Williams' contract is. He's already cheaper. Williams' contract is what? Twelve fourteen billion dollars. He, Whitworth made ten point three this last year. He's not going to make as much that this coming year as a thirty eight year old. I mean, how would you justify going another million dollars underwater like a Cooks deal? Now maybe there's some other deal they could make because uh, you know I, I one don't agree. Jason Reese takes it all from the LA Sports Hub. I know people are like win now, win now. Isn't the idea though for the Rams is we all know they're going to have to eat their medicine or take their medicine at some point with these long term deals they had signed up were a bunch of money. But they got three people coming up as well who are getting extensions. Why do anything to make it more difficult now? Just get Wit back this year and you know, maybe you're drafting your left tackle for the future. Maybe your left tackle is Joe No by the way. We don't know.
1: Yeah, all that's true, but I mean the thing is if the Rams, again, this goes back to what we talked about a couple weeks back in regards to what's going to be their philosophy going into a new stadium. Are they trying to go in and win it this year? Are they actually going to stick with their plan of building a juggernaut for years to come? If, if they're thinking about building the juggernaut, you got to, you know, just stay patient. And make adjustments, you know, year over year, as opposed to, you know,
2: selling the farm, as they would say. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's look at it this way. I mean, this some reports now, and I and I, I tend to not go along with anybody who's writing from fan sided. I mean, I don't see them as being a legit source most of the time. But uh, Matt Redorami has been pretty good for a while now as a national NFL reporter, and he's reporting that it's looking like the NFL could be at a $240 million salary cap for 2021 if everything works out. If if it's it's $240 million for a salary cap, then the Rams' year to eat money is this year. It's this year. And they'll be right back able to spend money next year. So with all that in mind, I just think it's... I know that the Rams generally don't play it safe. They're going for gold. They're going for, you know, they're going to try and put their foot in the head of the snake. They're, they always are trying to be aggressive. But to me, it would make a lot more sense to take your medicine this year in terms of those contracts and then come out in 2021 with extra salary cap money to, to, bait, to extend the players you need to extend, to bring the players you want to work in. To, at that point, you can cut Gurley and and even potentially Cooks and not have to take such a big you know, hit. I just think they may be wiser just to focus on this year being the best thing they can be, fixing the holes they can, drafting very well, which they've been doing, by the way, and then focusing on 2021. I'm not saying you're throwing away 2020. I'm just saying... Save all that extra aggressiveness for next year when you know you're going to have more money available to you. You still got to pay Jalen Ramsey. No. You got to pay Cooper Cup. Who are you going to keep? What about, hey, what about, you know, our safety here? We can't forget about him either.
1: We can't forget about him. Yeah, I
2: mean, I think,
1: you know, I think there's enough in the tank to definitely make the playoffs. Now, how far we go in the playoffs, I don't know. But I think the team, if it, You know, returns relatively the same. There's enough to get to the playoffs. I think a lot will be. I I think golf should play a lot better just because, you know, the contract thing won't be so much at the forefront. Hopefully, whatever is going on with Gurley, that can get worked out. But you'll have the young gun who's ready, should be ready to go this year. So if any hiccups, it's like, Gurley, come stand over here with us. So they' got some decisions, so that's why it's going to be really interesting, really funny to see here in the next uh, you know five to seven to 10 days how things go down.
2: I just um, again, I'm not saying they shouldn't be aggressive, Mike. I just think that they might want to focus more on the infrastructure, now the, the infrastructure of the roster, so they are able to be exactly what we think they can be if they get that big bump. At two hundred and forty, and imagine the you know, something else you wanted to talk about in the podcast as well was that some of these owners apparently it's being reported by by ESPN that some of these owners hope the CBA fails, and the players voted down. I mean, I know I, you, I don't know if you actually read through that already, but apparently some of the players aren't happy with the revenue request change; they want more. They want to go from, I think, 47% to 48.5%, which, by the way, to me sounds perfectly legitimate. By the way. Right. Um, usually, I'll play the, the devil's advocate here and take more of a capitalist side. And in and, and this side, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm with the players. If you're going to ask these guys to play an extra game per year, which is going to make all these owners a bunch more money, then give them the 1.5% more and don't whine about it, but yet some of them are, and some, and some of the players aren't happy about it. To me, I think it should be 50-50, quite frankly. But if they say no, I mean, the report here That makes here much is, sense. I mean, yeah. It, the report here is that the owners want, some of these owners want an 18-game 18 18 game season, so they're hoping this thing crashes and burns. And if that's the case, then if it by chance would happen, I just want to point out that that salary cap won't be 240 million. It'll be, it's going to jump a lot. We're talking like 250, 260. You got an 18 game season, and so I think the Rams this whole time have had their eyes on the 2021 negotiations, thinking this is a way out. I'm serious. I think that's what they were planning for. That's why I think they've front loaded all these deals, get all this money out of the way, so come 2021 they're going to have a, 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 like a second area where they're going to be able to spend, spend, and spend some more. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I think that
1: it's it's kind of like, and, and I'm going to go with our president on this one. Don't agree with a bunch of stuff he says, but uh, you know, there are just some things out there that, it, that really is fake news. So I think this whole logo just dropping out of, Wherever it dropped out of, and and you know, the the the, the sporting news has a, a article that says you know the new Rams logo is supposedly here, and almost everyone absolutely despises it. Mm-hmm. You know, these are some of the things that just show, you know, get you a little distracted over here, a little distracted over there, you know. But believe me, there was a reason why uh, Coach McVay said he was only going out to the the combine for a day or so and, and, and going back to work with the coordinators. Well, why would he do that? Because they're trying to plug in and figure out, okay, this is the scheme. These are the guys we're going after. Okay. How would they work in the system and things like that? That being the case, uh, you know, again, we're just anticipating a little bit, you know, hopefully they're, they got things pretty close to their hip that, they or opposing teams won't know their moves until they actually are moves. You know, a lot of stuff right now is just a lot of speculation, hyperbole, and just, you know, somewhat getting everyone distracted on, you know, the what ifs. But I have to imagine, uh, and I agree with you a little bit in regards to, you know, it just doesn't seem feasible that they would try to go all in this year with the cap going up.
2: I mean, I think it makes more sense to go all in next year if you're banking on the CBA. I think mean, it does, but you know, I could be wrong. I mean, jeez, I'm, I'm wrong all the time. Who am I, who am I kidding? <laughs> you know, but I did want to get your thoughts too as well on this CBA. You know, the as a player, and you and I have had our we just last week had our debates on it, but again, mentioning the forty-eight point five percent is what's in the proposal now for the for the players it's a 1.5% raise in terms of what the Rams not the Rams the NFL is willing to you know say hey players this is your your share of the, of the pie is it that unreasonable to for the players to expect that and maybe more at 50% are the players wrong to be griping about it
1: no, no, because I mean, in any negotiation, you got to go high and, you know, if you have to back down a little bit, then so be it. But you got to go high. If you start low, you're going to get nailed. You got to go high. And then hopefully you've already got that number that actually fits for everyone in will work. You know, the biggest thing is from a player standpoint, you just want to see, you know, fairness, you know, and if they see that certain things are fair, then it's a no brainer for everyone because who doesn't want to, you know, whether you're a player or management side, who doesn't want to go out and earn, uh, you know, a nice living. So that being said, uh, the sooner they can get those things done, the sooner that everyone can make money including the owners, because now they can go out and uh, negotiate with, you know, said networks and things like that. So, uh, but I don't think it's just going to be the first time there's a, a offer that everybody's going to sign off
2: on it. I, I don't know how it's going to go. I mean, some players have said no already to it, so we'll see. But overall, I, I don't see... I don't see her being a striker or anything. I think I think, the late the players are, are fairly close in terms of what they want. They start saying eighteen games. I cry hypocrite, by the way, to the NFL. I mean, eighteen games, seventeen games. Even uh, to me, at this point, is one seventeen games. It seems weird. Eight, nine, nine, eight records. No one can finish five hundred. No one. I just that would drive me nuts. But also, just. If we're talking about player safety over the years, why are you trying to add more games? I've never... We've talked about that before. I don't see what you're trying to do. Why would you risk the health? You face criticism over the years about concussions and protocols, and then all of a sudden, let's go ahead and add two more games to schedule. For what? For money? For... Ugh. Ugh. That's all I'm going to say about that.
1: Right. Right.
2: Ugh. All right. So, Believer, and I think I, I, I can't believe we did it, even with, even with the whole discussion here. I think we covered everything planned today in good order. Yeah. I would, you know, Yes, we did. We had three free we we'll briefly mention Austin Blythe, Michael Brockers, Greg Zerline. I guess, real quick, if we want to go, I want to ask you uh, these three names and and see if you believe they are going to come back or stay. So, just say, you know, stay or leave. Okay, you ready? Yep. Awesome, Blythe. Stay. I agree. Greg Zerline. Stay. I say, I say go. Go. His okay. contract was crazy expensive for a team that needs salary cap space. If he's you know, unless he's willing to cut it, cut his uh, his demands down or what they. Previous demands down, i say he's probably going bye-bye. He had a pretty hefty contract, so. Um, Michael Brockers. Stay. Oh, boy. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say go. I'm going to say go. Not because I want him to go, but because the money needs to fit. Now, I want to reserve this, by the way, Mike. If the Rams somehow renegotiate Jared Goff, I'm going to switch in to stay. I'm calling it right now. Right. I'm calling it now. But just so right here. Alright folks, so it is time for us to roll. I'm going to ask, I just want to give the I'm going to leave the floor here to Mike. Mike, any closing thoughts as we get one week closer to the league week league year beginning?
1: Well, you know, one of the big things, we kind of diced it up a little bit is how the Rams are going to attack what is somewhat a little bit of a crunch on the sour cap and how they're going to either carve out some more dollars obviously that means they're going to have to you know either restructure some deals or they may have to just release some, some guys so I'm going to be very much watching the next few days to see if I can get any hints on you know what direction they're actually going to go. So I'm going to be very interested in to see how much they're willing, if they're going to go in this year or just as we, I think, both agree, they should wait till next year to to just go all in.
2: And for me, I would say folks buckle the safety belts. The Rams usually do make some moves before the league year starts. They'll, They'll start, you know, Seeing some signings for pop any day now any hour. Also, if same anything about the logo, that's official. I guess we'll jump back on and, or at least I will. I'm not sure. Mike's hard to catch. Mike's like he's like a ghost. He's, he's in and out. So expect this week possible of a couple podcasts depending on how things go. If the same Ricky news, we'll be back. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TalkRams on Facebook at forward slash Rams Talk. Also, don't forget that we are looking for sponsors for next year. You can reach out to us at Rams Talk 1945 or leave us a voicemail at 657-666-5453. We'll get our media kit out to you ASAP. And also that we are part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network, providing you all kinds of awesome podcasts. So with all that said, you can find me on Twitter at DC Apollo, Mike at 1223, for the entire staff here at Rams Talk. This is Derek C. Paul saying, take it easy. And here's for a less exhausting week. We're
0: out. We're out. Don't let impaired driving ruin your holiday. Always have a plan for a sober ride. D.C. police are arresting drunk and drug drivers. Drive sober or get pulled over. Message from the District Department of Transportation and Metropolitan Police Department.